Welcome, ladies and gents, to another episode of the Latin Dance Community Podcast. Today on the show, my last installment from the Orlando Salsa Congress, where I interview DJ Suave Beats, also of Orlando. Uh, he was the main DJ over in the Bachata Room on Saturday night at OSC, and it was fun to talk to him. He shared some stories about DJing, uh, how he got into it, and how he got into salsa as well. And I apologize in advance for the audio quality on this one. I'm continuing to refine my recording process, and as that gets better, there will be less and less of these kinds of hiccups. But I think this recording was still good enough to post, and I hope you enjoy the conversation. And before we get started with the interview, I just want to mention that if you haven't subscribed yet, please check out the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher and share it with your friends. And if you're feeling especially generous, leave a five-star review. Those really do help out. And if you want to get hold of me directly, you can tweet at Rob J. Cast or just email Rob at LatinDanceCommunity.com. I also want to give a shout out to Peter who posted in the comments on my last post with uh, the interview with Lady Barros. He just commented saying, big props for doing a podcast like this. Have been wanting to dig into the brains of great dancers for a while, but haven't even been able to find decent interviews, let alone podcasts. So thank you. And thank you, Peter, for listening. Really do appreciate that. Always enjoy having these kinds of interviews with other salsa dancers, and in this case, DJs today. And if you have any recommendations on people that you want me to talk to, if you know of any dancers there in your hometown that you think would be beneficial to the listening audience, please do reach out to me through my contact information. would love to speak with them, and we can set something up. And now, on with today's show. Enjoy. Whippa. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. So you know how to walk, you know how to dance. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? So I'm here at Orlando South Congress with DJ Suave Beats. I apparently first name Suave, last name Beats. Yes, legally, legally. Yep, and passport and license, everything. (laughs) So we were talking on Sunday. I'm still a little hungover dancing speaking uh, uh, from last night yes uh, it yes crazy, it was a uh, it was pretty intense uh, a lot of love from people you know a lot of like random drinks coming out of nowhere in my table yeah random shots you know and so I just did looked down my boys are crazy so they they just like throw a random tequila or random I don't know really the brands. It was different flavors, but I was like, "Hey, thanks!" And you know, it's, it's good time, good time, more, more motivation and, and uh, energy for the sets. You know, it's like a peak. Like I'm, I'm not good with zero drinks, and I get up to like one or two drinks. I'm yeah, yeah. that two drink comes. Yo, for me, man. Uh, so we'll get into more about OSC, but just give the fine listening audience a little bit of background on who you are, what uh, what you do in the house community. Oh, okay. Well, in, in 1983, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> That's born. not, yeah. I was born, and uh, yes. <laughs> no. Um, well, I started out um, as a curiosity. I joined the uh, ballroom, and uh, it was called, I think, uh, Universal Ballroom in uh, Jacksonville. And I had a friend that was like, hey, you, you want to dance? You know, you want to, like, learn how to dance? I'm like... Yeah, sure. That would be like an interesting hobby. Yeah. It's interesting ballroom. 
I, I don't imagine people getting into salsa of like our age kind of thing. Yeah. Starting with ballroom because it's so rigid, so uniform, and like really expensive too. And well, yes, that and the reason why I got into ballroom because I remember before I even attempted the dance, I would watch like a Romeo video and see people dancing, and then I would listen to some bachata sometimes, and I would imagine myself dancing and like, how can I learn? how to dance, like there's gotta be some type of school. I know it's not ballroom, but there's gotta be something. And I never I never got to find it because of course you gotta have the right, you know, scene or connection or you know that. And um, it's part of like the allure I think of, of the community is that yes. unless you're looking for it, it doesn't necessarily hit you in the face. You know, exactly. Like you think of dancing with the stars could be a ballroom, but unless you're looking for the salsa scene or the bachata scene, you're probably not gonna find it. If you're not really looking for it, it ain't gonna appear. We're, we're not opening up you yeah. know, shops on, on Main Street USA. Exactly. You know, like the random outskirts, big. And big I think, that, yeah, and I think that's the massive appeal of when people finally find like these groups. You know, I, example, Island Touch, um, you know, the Salsa Heat or, or Caliente or any of these groups, Fuerza, any of these groups. Um, then it's like this whole world, all these doors open, all these people come into your life, and it just, it's like you found Eureka, you know, it's like you found gold, it's, it's incredible. And it's, uh, like, it's like having a, it's like having in every city you go to a special passport to something where it's yes. like instant, I wouldn't say like instant friends, but you, know, you build that connection so quickly with people, and it's like, and it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a trusting, and it's a connection that lasts for, you know, who, who, depending on whoever it is, it lasts for many years. Because, you know, that's, it's, it's a beautiful way to meet people. It's a beautiful way. I, don't, I, can't, I can't really think of any other way for you to meet 20 people in one night and, and be good friends with them, you know. So it was incredible. I, I, I actually spent a year, I couldn't figure out bachata and salsa for, my, for the life of me. But my instructor, uh, her name was Jenny Michael. She was kind of like the rebel in the ballroom. And she already, she knew of the scene. Because she was going, she used to go to Caliente. But as a hobby, she would like teach, her job was teaching in the ballroom. But then she would like go and dance bachata, whatever. And I happened to have the luck to have her as an instructor. And I kind of learned the basics in, in, in the ballroom first. And then one day she told me, hey, you want to go to a social? I'm like, social? What's that? Oh, it's, it's social. And I saw the prices because you know how they have it. I'm like, why? Why is it cost workshops? What, what is that? I know. Like, trust me. It's a whole weekend. Let's, let's go. So I went to this, my very first social. Wait, wait. This was a social or a convo? It was a social. It was a social, but it was a small. It was like a mini. Like a it was like a mini. Like they had like two night, two days. Okay. And so, and at the time she, she just told me that. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm going to go check it out. So when I go, it was the, at the time, it was Salsa Caliente Jacksonville when I went. And when I went in, first person I see, believe it or not, was Tigre. <laughs> and I saw him, I remember, this was like 2011. I remember he was like, kind of like going over his moves and stuff. And I never seen, you know, I never seen that. And I didn't know who he was. And it was him with a, he had like, some kids with him. I guess it was his kids and stuff. And I was like, oh, this guy, is he, is he competing or something? Like, I don't know what's going on. 
So I went to the social, I saw people dancing, and that was my first time dancing at, the so at a social. Like, I took workshops, dancing, and then yeah, I approached, yeah. yeah. And, then, uh, and then I approached Tigre. I, I don't know, I don't know who this guy is. I don't know anything that's going on. I remember I approached Tigre and I'm like, hey, um, wow, where are you DJ around town? Because at the time I was into DJing, but I was more like, still in the ADM scene or still doing my own mixes and stuff. But I wasn't really serious about it. Um, and I saw Tigre and I was like, hey, um, where are you DJ in town? Blah, blah, blah. And I remember, I will never forget these words. He's like, oh, I DJ around the world. And I was like, oh, okay. You, you DJ around the world, cool, okay. And then um, I, took, I took the workshop and, uh, and, I, and I danced for the first time there and it was a wonderful experience and it got hooked ever since then. So Tigre, he was doing the workshop with like uh, Dominican Picasso? Yeah, he was doing, he was doing, uh, it was, at that time it was the MIGS, um, Te Gusta, he was, he was doing that workshop. Rico Suave right here. <laughs> oh, we got it here, we got, we got diamond dancers got in the Joey, house right here. We got Joey in this interview. See, see, see. Now, <laughs> no, 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 you, 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 you always, you, uh, oh, he's running away. Don't run away. No, no, leave. Oh, no, no. Oh, he's hiding. All right, guys. He's doing cartwheels and stuff. Oh, my goodness. Action, action pack. Are you doing some competition? Yeah, I mean, I'm all around today. You're ready for the summit, right? Are you doing the qualifying? No, 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 no. I, that's that's in search of a totally different kind of respect. Uh, I respect those people, but right now I'm just in here performing, uh, doing showcases. You're doing that tonight, right? Yes, I'm performing tonight. Like, what you got? Salsa, bachata. Bachata with the diamonds. We're doing whites. Yep. Uh, let's keep that confidential. Sorry, I kind of steal from last night. Oh. Hey, thank you, thank you, my friend. Uh, Diamond Dancers representing. <laughs> so, yeah, so. Uh, no. <laughs> Hi. Cart How do you do those cartwheels so, so effortlessly, man? Effortlessly. All right, so. so you were doing uh, with El Tigre, you did the workshop. Yeah, I, I took a, I took a workshop and and then uh and then I went to social. It, it was nice. It was nice. It was my first. Good experience. Yeah, I had I had a great experience. Um, and it, it really it really stuck on me because this was what I was looking for the scene and the studio and not exactly not exactly that particular studio, but like the people what they were teaching. It wasn't this ballroom dance. It was this social swag dancing. And, and, Here's the thing, they're also talking like real people when they talk. You know, when yes. In the workshop, yes. People are dancing. It's not like the. I have nothing against ballroom, but my conception of ballroom with how it's taught yes. is very formal, very organized, which is fine for that, but that's just not what I'm into. No, and it, it, you can see the difference because when I went to the ballroom studio, a book was. Uh, there was a binder in front of me saying that we're going to learn all these dances when I just wanted to learn. Thousand bachata, but they, they kind of like some. I, I, I'm not gonna speak of all the ballrooms, but most of the ballrooms I've seen, 
they always want you to learn the, the cha-cha, the waltz, and which are not are not bad things to learn, but kind of get your pockets empty, you know. And at the time, I was spending a lot of money in the ballroom, and then the difference came when I went to that social, and I only paid forty bucks, and I was learning all this stuff, and then the way it was taught, and back to what I said earlier, it was like finding Eureka, like, whoa, I found I found what I was looking for, and I guess that's a lot of a lot of the people experience go through when they if they're starting through ballroom they find the the social scene and it's it when you said like you were hooked after that that two-day event was that because you were hooked on the djing side of things like talk to a figure about the dj side or no i got addicted dancing like i finally i finally got comfortable with dancing i saw what i saw what i all this all this um all this year of training got got to me. I mean, it wasn't that great, but I was managing to, you know, lead and 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 do all these things, and it was amazing. And it was amazing to see all these other dancers that I got to look up to as well, because um, even though they were just part of the small scene, I was like, oh wow, you know, it was it was incredible. It was a, it was I, I got hooked because I, you know, when you do that first social when you dance, you you already know. You're like, oh, this is this is what I love. It's stresses out of your body and all this yeah, stuff. So it's you're not good at it. yeah. You're not good, it's like, no, I, I had a great time, and the DJ aspect just happened down the road, which um, I got um, later on because I had I had my SoundCloud set up already, but it was just there, and I had it hooked up to my uh, Facebook, like the link, and. Um, I started dancing a lot first. I started going everywhere and meeting, you know, from there. I started going out in Jacksonville finally. Before that, I didn't go out in Jack- I thought there was nothing going on in Jacksonville. And I worked uh, most of the time. And I started going out, and that's when uh, one of the local DJs in uh, Jacksonville, like, approached and He found me on Facebook, and he happened to see my link with, uh, with, with my mixes. And I remember one day I I would go to his uh, it was like a Thursday night at a at a restaurant and I would go early because you know I'm still like oh dance 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 want to dance dance all the time uh-huh. and you know you get that itch you you want to get your dance fix yeah. and I was always like he he would open up at at nine and I'll be there at, at seven thirty you know having a meal and waiting for him <laughs> to set up and start the first song or take the workshop to whoever he has there. But I remember uh, the D- that DJ was like, "Hey, um, I, saw, I heard your mixes on on, on SoundCloud. Um, they sound pretty nice. Uh, you don't mind bringing your equipment and, and DJing with me like every Thursday? I mean, you ain't gonna get paid, but you get a chance to to DJ." And at first, I didn't think big, big of it. I was like, "Oh, that'll be fun. Why not? I, I mean, it's gathering dust at home, so." Yeah. So I started. I started out with with that DJ, um, and we. I started doing like half and half with him. Um, like he would do the first two hours, I would do the rest, and then I would do another club with him, and it started growing from there. And then that's when my following started. Getting. So I I should want to pause there for a moment because yeah. for someone who is was in your shoes where you're just getting into the salsa society DJing. What are some tips that you learned along the way working maybe with that other DJ or working with other DJs? Just like 
core principles of running a successful night of music for salsa dancers, for bachata dancers? Maybe well, it's different for the two. Yes. Um, well, first of all, you really gotta like network. Like, if I mean, for me, it really just it kind of just happened, and then I realized it, and I and I started networking. You always want to have in the in the DJ world. Doesn't matter if you're EDM or hip hop. Doesn't matter. You always want to find an experienced DJ who you trust, who's a good friend of yours, and who wants who especially wants you to succeed if he knows that you want to be a DJ. Um, you want to find that, and you always start out like helping us, helping him with equipment, and you always start out with, uh, you know, with, with, you know, do, doing, you, you're pretty much doing little chores around him and learning, yeah. and that's who you want to learn from. So, first, like going back to the question, first you need to find somebody that's doing it already, and you trust. And learn from him. Get get what you can from the person. Pick his brain, and then do your style after that. Um, what 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 happened? What happened to me was that I just it it just happened to you. Just can't like really say, oh, I want to be a DJ. I want to be doing the social tomorrow. And no, you just have to like just let it happen. Mm-hmm. See where it goes. And, that's pretty much what happened to me. You know, yeah. you just gotta go to next because I I I started with him, and then he always had workshops going on from different studios, and then those those studios would ask me, "Hey, you play pretty good. Um, would you like to do our social?" And it just happens like that. You always yeah. network and connect with other people, and and then the opportunities come. You just have to be very patient. What's your approach with? playing music as far as a standard split if you're approached to do a salsa night uh-huh. what's your usual split that you think if you're not getting input from the people you probably talk to them and ask what they want but besides like what do you usually do a 60 40 70 30 kind of split with salsa bachata or how, how um, do you pepper in different kinds of styles yes that's that's one of the that's one of the things that that's that a really big helped. dj question man yes yes mm-hmm. um every time i do a mix set i always love to do the three and threes the you know the, the very well balanced plus you mix in the you look at the people and you see reactions like you see like the, you can really tell from the DJ booth who's getting tired mm-hmm. and who's like loving it or not or mm-hmm. and I that's 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 what I use because I don't I don't a lot of the DJs that I know um, they like to stick into a strict I'm playing six salsas and I'm playing three bachatas and that's it I don't care if everybody's sitting down that's it mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that they say that but that's what I see yeah. they, I see a lot of the strict there's gonna be six this or three of that or you know and that percentage this percentage which is fine but you, you know what man it's like you were in the military right Yes. So in the military, I think about that. It's like everyone has a plan until the war actually starts. Exactly. And then you got to be fluid with that plan and be willing yes. to change it and yes. get new you information. Be flexible. Exactly. Very so you, you, it's fine to have a plan going into it. You want to probably have some because kind of plan. There's nothing but. better for a promoter or a studio owner. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. The guy can hate bachata, the guy can hate salsa. But if you have that floor packed, 
he's not going to give, he's not going to care. He is not going to care, and he's, and that's, that's, that's your job. That's, yeah. that's what you're supposed to do. So what I, what I always do is when I go in, I, I like to look at the workshops first. See how many if the people are taking a salsa workshop. You want to start off with a cha-cha, start some, you know, good, good known salsas them to feel familiar to dance to. Because a lot, a lot of people, especially here in Orlando, uh, if, if they're new into the dance, they like to dance to something that they know because they know what to expect. You don't want to throw in a hardcore mambo, or, you know, at the beginning because they're gonna be like, when a drop goes down, they're gonna be like, <laughs> well, you know, that's the same thing as when you start dancing with someone. Like when you start to dance with a woman, yes. at least from a guy's perspective, you do not start with a double spin or a triple yes. spin or some real yes. complicated turn pattern. You start with the ba- maybe you wanna, side yeah. to side basic, going to cross by lead, little by little, inside yeah. turn exactly. Get him into the mood, and yeah. that's my big. That's my big thing right there. I, I can play a set of music that I don't like, but if I see everybody dancing and having a great time, that's that's what makes that's what makes what I do, I love it. That's that's what that's what makes me love what I do, because yeah. I creating a experience for people. I'm also like, you know, you you get to see as a DJ. I don't know if other DJs see this, but as a DJ, you get to see stuff happen on the floor, like, you know. You can either see like a breakup. Yeah, let's you talk about either. stuff that happens, man. Because I know you got some <laughs> stories from, I think Tucson. You said oh, yeah, maybe yeah, something uh, from Atlanta going on. Uh, maybe something here from OSC too. Tell me I, some. Yes, yeah. Some, I, I, some got, stories. I got one. I'm gonna start off. Um, I used to work at uh, Cuba Libre Fridays. It was like the first bachata invasion they would do. Um, and I did it for two years, but there was this one night that really stuck in just stayed in my head. Um, I started. I started my set, and I remember this guy came to the booth. He's like, "Hey, um, can you play this particular song around this particular time?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll try. If I remember, I'll, I'll get there. You know, I'll, I'll get your song. You know." And he's like, "Oh, thank you so much." <clears throat> so as the night goes by, you know, I'm playing the songs, and I get him. I get into my focus, so I kind of like, I look at the people, and I'm like, "Okay, this song will fit in into the next moment or how." The, how everybody's feeling but then I remember all of a sudden and I usually don't do this because I, I, I tend to forget if they don't remind me again I, I'll forget a request mm-hmm. um, but for some reason I was like oh crap this, this guy wanted this song at this particular time around this time let me just throw it in there just before I get to the to the more hyper stuff so I thrown in the song it went well all good and then it continued on the night and when the night was over Mm-hmm. Um, I pack up I get paid Go outside And I see the guy outside Happy Like His, his, his night Was like The greatest night ever and I saw him outside I'm like Hey how you doing man Did you enjoy yourself And he's like Bro Right When you played that song My ex-girlfriend Was in front of me With her Current boyfriend She looked at me When the song started Hey how you doing man Hey <laughs> That was, uh, that was Paul from Salsa Turtles, you know, Miami in the house. <laughs> All right. So you, you piqued my interest, man. Okay, wait, wait. So ex-girlfriend. So, so I walk out. <clears throat> let's, let's, let's back. I walk out. I ask him how he's doing. So <clears throat> he's, he's super excited. He comes up to me. He's like, hey, bro, you, 
you incredible. Thank you so f- so much for the. Mu-. I'm like, bro, like, I, okay, I just. In my mind, I'm like, it was yeah, one song. I, I just okay, you know, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> and he was like, bro, <clears throat> when you played that song, my ex girlfriend happened to be right in front of me. There was nobody in between us. I was, she was with her boyfriend. When the song started, I looked at her and she looked at me. She started crying, and she left. She left her boyfriend there. She disappeared. And I was like, and I'm like, oh, okay. Damn, that's, that sounds horrible. You know, I, I, I didn't want to make her cry. You know, he's like, no, 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 it's fine because she's crying because that was our, that's the song we fell in love to. And I was like, wow. And, and wow. that moment, it really hit me because I did, I was aware of like all the different things that would happen while you're DJing it's kind of interesting theory that you don't think about like while you're playing a song you don't know the effects that's happening around yeah. and all the many moments going on so that that really hit me and I'm like you know that's it's really important what a, a DJ to pay attention and to do you know to play it it's best to his ability for the people well <clears throat> th- that's a really interesting story too because Human beings, I consider to be very emotionally driven. You know, emotion overrides intellect and logic when you have emotion involved, right? And good music also elicits emotional responses. Yep. So in that way, DJs have an enormous amount of power over human beings because you have a very direct line into our emotions. Yes. And that's a great example of that. Yeah, I mean, I I heard somebody say, which is... It sounds kind of arrogant if you say it a certain way, but um, like DJs in the in the space where they're DJing at, they're like the gods. They control what's going on, and it's a huge responsibility because you don't want to like if you don't care, you're gonna people are gonna notice. He's just throwing songs left and right, and nobody's feeling it. But when you're when you create that <clears throat> when you create that experience, sorry, my voice is my voice is changing all of a sudden. You know. <laughs> um, when you create that experience, that's when your bosses, your promoters, or whoever hired you, that's when the value comes. Mm-hmm. And I think, I seriously think that DJs have the responsibility to, it's not go there, play some music, and get paid and, and go away. You know, that's, that's, you're wasting people's time and money. You know, you, 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 want, you want to sell yourself as somebody that can provide moments in, in a place because people go why people go out they want to escape from reality they want to just go like well, I mean just be real the guys want to go find some girls and have a moment with them you know or the, and the, or the girls want to escape from daily life and they want to have exciting moments and that's what we sell and that's what we want to give so you know when, when, when that guy told me that even though it was a, that was more of a, a relationship kind of moment but it's still you impacted somebody you you gave somebody a night to remember and 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 it's and it's special you know it's it's a special feeling to you know man you made somebody happy that's that's definitely that's beautiful man that's that's all that's all it comes down to for me when i'm DJing. like last night who knows what happened last night who hooked up or yeah you know or, or somebody met for over a song last night Yep. And they might remember it down the road, like, oh, that's our song. Remember that first night with me? You never know. You know, that's 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 what DJs have. Sometimes we don't have it in our minds, but that's that's the power we have. 
we provide that you know yep. and it's beautiful so that that I want to get that story out of the way that was the one that was very mostly impact um, then uh, let me see what are we going to talk about next Tucson we want to start on Tucson yeah I want to hear with Tucson oh, what, what do you know about that, so, so Tucson I think you told me this a little bit yesterday where it's a very interesting group of population that comes out there right you got yes. people from Alaska from yes. California yes Tucson Tucson Salsa Bachata Festival um, it's a just uh, his, it's first official event was last year which was a beautiful event I never been to an event that was really organized and on point um, and they took care of people. Um, the organizer name is uh, Tonino Itzidade. He's a very good guy. Um, and dude, the, the, the population on that event um, really blew my mind. I mean, I never met Alaskans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alaskans, Alaskans are ceros. I was like, wow, uh, that, that blew my mind. Um, a lot of people from LA, from, uh, from around the area that it was, um, it's, it's brand new because it's, Arizona's kind of starting up with their scene. So it's kind of like, you know, every, everybody, everybody's curious about Tucson and then the, the Tucson people are like getting used to the, oh, okay, this is pretty cool dancing, you know? And yeah, it was, it was a very, it was a very diverse West Side uh, event. I, I really love like meeting new people and seeing how they react to, you know, whatever you play. And I mean, it, it was lovely. I, I love the event and the people there are amazing. They're them, them Alaskans party. I don't know. You can tell that they're in the snow all year because when they hit the pool or something, they don't stop. Yeah. They don't stop. I, I, I had to, I think. Um, and two of the nights, I finished my sets at 10 a.m. with the Alaskans there. They're, they're partying. And they kept on going. They kept on going in their room, like, I, I think, for the rest of the day. You know, they're, they're just party animals. I, you know, bless, bless the Alaskans. Love them. <laughs> Love and then, wait, did we touch on Atlanta? What, where was that story, the, the love story? Where was that happening? That was just a social, right? Yeah, that was, that was at uh, Cuba Libre um, when it, they, they used to have uh, Bachata Invasions. I used to do Bachata Invasions there. Um, yeah. Atlanta. Atlanta. I, I danced Ooh, there once Atlanta. or twice. I went to Cuevo uh, Invasion. I had a great time at oh, okay. I, I had a terrible time at Cuevo Invasion. Oh. It wasn't because it was bad. It was because it was my first Congress I ever went to. Okay, okay. And this was two months in advance. So, oh, okay. you know, doing that and trying, I danced three songs the entire time. I was there for two days. So, wow. it was one of those things where it was just a tough event for a new person. To yes, do. yes. There, there are events, you know, that you got, that's another thing, thing. If you want to invite somebody that's brand new to an event, there, the events you can tell when it's like beginner friendly or, you know, hey, I'll die for Mambo, uh, so, you know, Congress, you know, so. You wanna, so a lot of times they advertise like beginner tracks on the workshops. That's always a good sign. Yes, that's always a good beginner sign. Stuff. Yes, um, I, I think a very good one for for people that are starting, which is a, which is in, in, which is enjoyable for whoever whatever skill, but for people that are starting, um, Dallas Bachata Festival, wonderful, wonderful people there. A lot of learners there. A lot of people that are trying new stuff, and it's fun for the people that are experienced, and it's very fun for the people that started up because it's a very comfortable event and they the the feel there was more like hey you know nobody's judging you here you're, you're cool you know and 
It, it was nice. It was nice. I'll tell you what. I've heard great things about Texas in general with South. Oof. South. You got Houston South Congress was yes. great. Uh, the yes. The big South Festival. I got yes. my buddy Phil around here somewhere. He's from there. I know the the Texas the the Houston the Houston one. Um, I know my boy uh, Edwin Rivera. Edwin Rivera. Yeah. He. Yeah, he does. He's out in L.A. Um, I I think he's no 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 I think he was in this weekend was in Puerto Rico the the child, children's no, congress does, does right he live out in um he lives out in L A yeah okay I yeah yeah he, I he did a workshop with him in New York yeah he, he's yeah. a he's a uh, awesome he guy yeah um no he he produces uh, music um he made he makes one of my favorite chachas um and and he you know I I have I have his albums and he's also in the in the process of making uh. A new album as well. He he he. Uh, current, I currently heard last time uh, at Tallahassee Festival. I heard his uh, his bachata. Uh, he had a bachata instrumental that he made, and he uh, co. I think he co. He, he can correct me in the comments if if I get something wrong. Edwin Rivera, you know. Um, I think he co-produced it with one of the guys from with Leslie Grace, the guitarist. He told me an interesting story that the guy saw so difficult the notes that he wanted for the bachata that the guy was like he went he went all out with his with his bass and he was playing and at the end of the recording session he got pushed so hard that his fingers were like hurting like it was like it was it was intense yo it was that was that was just that was intense he told me that story and that was intense but it was worth it because after i heard what he created what, what they had made he, he told me that when, after he, he was like complaining about his fingers, but after they heard the final product, he was like, bro, it was worth it. So it's a beautiful. Is, it was, is that track out now or is it still being No, no, it's still in the process. There's some stuff I can't say. I, I, there's an artist, very known artist that's going to probably have it, um, buy it from him. So you, you maybe pretty soon you're going to be hearing uh, uh, a Rivera Records produce uh, Bachata Beat. By a very popular artist, so stand by for that, you know. Well, man, it, besides that, though, in Houston, uh, Sal, do you know Sal or Maya? Sal uh, you know, I haven't, I haven't, um, I'm very bad with names and stuff, and a lot of people are going to make fun of me, yeah, sorry. But, uh, he's like, uh, I mean, he's got some incredible trim patterns. He's also amazing with, with dyeing himself. Yeah. He's known for his trim patterns on YouTube. Nice. So I'll, I'll link you to some of I'm, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to look at it. Okay, okay. Uh, you know what? Nice I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure if I see his face and stuff. Yeah. Um, a lot of people make fun of me of this because I you know, it's a lot of big names but I only recognize it by faces because yeah. it's just I got a crazy busy life, so I yeah, it's yeah. just it's, it's, it's a but if I see his face I'm pretty sure I'll recognize him because if he went to the gator extravaganza of course. Well, but this is like three, four years ago. Oh, this was way before? Okay. This is probably before you came out to Okay, cool, cool, cool. But, All right. Yeah, man, as far as wrapping this up, any any parting thoughts or, or comments or stories or anything you want to share? Uh, also, just way people can get a hold of you. Oh, yeah. Um, um, let me get that out of the way. Um, is, uh, you guys can find me in my Facebook as just simply Suave Beats. Um, my main page, Suave Beats, is full. So I have another page, Suave Beats 2, so you guys can get there. I also have a group page called Soy Beats DJ Soy Beats News. You guys can keep updated to all the events that are going on there. Um, and also on my SoundCloud, if you guys want to hear some of my uh, mixes, I have mixes available there. Um, and yeah, the, that's how you can find me. on. For now, I'm mainly on Facebook. 
and Instagram as well. Um, and I wanna I wanna conclude with the experience last night in o here at OSC. Um, I I I can't describe I, I really can't describe it as much because it was such a rush seeing everybody like at a, a very it was very packed and I saw everybody just having a blast and everybody coming up and, and hugging me and it was it was very overwhelming and very nice as well and it it was it was a great time um OSC is very special to me because it's one of those congresses that I actually came a couple times before and enjoyed and but I would never I never would I never thought that I was going to be part of the staff and I feel I feel very humbled you know when I was when I was up there and and one of the peak moments and you see everybody dancing and you know you're you're there you're like wow um I'm here. It's it's crazy, you know. And even though I go to a lot of events, uh, OSC it's it's a special, it's special in, in, into my heart because I have not only last night was incredible DJ in it, but I have a lot of memories in this event as well. So it's it's very special, and and I'm, I feel very happy to be at this point, you know. And and it was it it was good. It was good. I I. I love the overwhelming love that I get. I love the, I love how people were like really enjoying themselves. I I, I got a thing like looking at how people were reacting on each on each set. It's like, it's it's fulfilling to me. So I, I as long as people are having fun, that's what's important to me. Yeah. Well, so that's one of those congresses that I recommend people can travel to, fly yes. to, and if, if you're trying to hit up some major congresses, honestly, it's uh, it's the best congress that. I've been to. Yes, and yeah. That may partially be because, hey, we got a lot of friends and family around. Yes. You know, so it's a very much a homecoming. People come from all around. It's Florida. home. And it's the very first, it's the very first Congress I ever heard of. When I started, that was the talk. Orlando Salsa Congress. Right? I was like, what is this Orlando Salsa Congress? You know. So Orlando Salsa Congress opened the door for everything else for me as well. Um, even though I didn't start here, but, you know, I mean, I got, I, you know, I, I got, last night alone, like DJ and I got a, a bunch of offers more, so, so, it, it, it's nice, it's nice exposition, it's nice, um, it's nice networking, and it's, and it's a beautiful place to come and dance with all your friends and new friends, you know, so. There you go, man, well, thanks for taking some time out of the conversation. No, no problem, man, no problem. Because <laughs> we've got the other conversation recorded as well, we've all kinds of random good oh yeah you know um, I had I'm glad that I had my, my boy Ray by my side because oh, yeah. you gave me you gave me those technical dance questions and I was like oh <laughs> yeah 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 what to say but yeah oh by the way Ray's number is uh, 407 I'm just kidding <laughs> he'll kill me he'll kill me <laughs> nice, man. all right well, thank it. you thank you for having me man yep Mujer, tú no eres buena, niña de mala manera, mujer de baja actitud. Prefieres verme llorando, derrotado por el piso. Pronto llegará tu juicio y le rogaré al jurado que me aparte de tu lado, que me separe de ti. 
sincera tú, mujer tú no eres buena, niña de mala manera, mujer de baja actitud, prefiere verme llorando, derrotado por el piso, pronto llegará tu juicio y le rogaré al jurado, me aparte de tu lado que me separe de ti. Tú la sabichuela Hechicera 